Welcome to the Misfit Messengers podcast, hosted by Jenny Moffitt and Amanda Hoshite. All right, so here we are, episode nine of the Misfit Messengers podcast. And this is the cool thing, Amanda. We actually, we've been wanting to do this for a while, but we actually have it happening today where we have guests. Isn't Yay! That cool? Woo! Yeah. 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 So, so here's the deal about having guests one. So this is going to be a little challenging because we're on zoom and like the, I can't separate out the vocals on the thing. So we might talk over each other. We'll try to make that as easy as possible, but also this is the first one. Um, we're excited to have them. They're my good, good friends, uh, captains, rich and Linnea Forney. They're officers in Elgin and, uh, welcome to the podcast friends. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for having us. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, we didn't really uh, talk at length uh, or at all uh, about what we wanted to talk about today, but um, just, I guess I would start out with the question, uh, what is it about this journey of faith that keeps you going? Mm. I, sorry. You I, I start with the hard ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, our What I love is my life. I love having a little bit of chaos. I like that. It's not the same thing every day. Yeah. Um, I I don't necessarily like the the storms in life. I don't like the the hard stuff, but I, you know, I love the fact that every day we have a, a new challenge, like, oh, the food truck didn't come today on Friday. So hmm, tomorrow's food, (laughs) food pantry. We're going to need food because we have it advertised. So, you know, and I love the fact that we have a staff that kind of gets upward, but it's, you, you have to rely on what God, God's needs and God, and what God can provide for us. So it's, there's challenges, but the fact that we're at peace and we're, you know, we got things going that, that is not like a crash, like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? So I, I, I think our, you know, that keeps us solid. Um, every day we, Rich and I try to pretty much every day we try to have about an hour of either listening to the Bible, going through, you know, our, our, our stuff so that it's, it's quiet time and we can do that. And season in our life right now, we don't have children at home. We don't have all of that. We don't even have a dog. So it's, it makes it, it's, it's a great season in our life. Um, of course I miss all the kids stuff, but yeah, it's a great season. So that's, I know that's, kind of a kind of an answering of that question I think um, you know, uh, <laughs> we were it's so funny because just last week um on our podcast we were talking about a similar type of thing about um that um the valley of the shadow of death right being in faith doesn't mean you won't be in them because everyone is in them the difference Correct. is that the shepherd is with you and that you're not alone and that there is um uh, an end point in that road but that our struggles are often often are God's favor in our lives to grow us and stretch us and um, use our, what's happening for us for the benefit of others. Um, and I know I see that in your guys's um, life and your testimony just kind of spoke to that. And I thought, Oh, look, it's all, it's all coming together. Yeah. We don't plan those things. Of, in the so. series. Right. Go ahead, Rich. What you got, Rich? Um, taking a whole different approach to the answer in that question. Um, coming from a, just, live in life kind of perspective you're going to deal with stuff no matter what i'm like it's going to come at us you know people often say you know working for this organization or working for that i'm like 
there's problems in every group. There's personality conflicts, no matter where you are. You're going to have family issues to contend with. You have politics and economy and everything that you have to deal with. And it, it's how we respond to it. You know, how, yeah. what do I have control over? I can prepare myself to best be ready on a daily basis to deal with the challenges that are coming. And so if I can put my effort into being centered in, in knowing who I am and the assurances that I have in my daily walk in my marriage and my family, then I'm ready to leave the door, leave home and go out and face the rest of the world and, and everybody else's issues. And, um, and knowing that, yeah, the shepherd's walking with us, you know, through the valley um, and we're not alone. And, but we have believers and colleagues and others too, who are out there to support each other. If we take the time to speak into people's lives and to open ourselves up, and, you know, be transparent about the reality of what we're dealing with, not the facade of everything is fine. Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, that song that came out a few months ago, uh, uh, the first lie is everything's fine. The second lie is it's supposed to be all to get, you know, all together, whatever that song is it's just, mm. but it's true. We, we put this, we put this smiley face out there to the world, especially social media has exacerbated this, right? Oh. You only show the good things or now it's kind of changing where you only show like the really bad things too. And that's, we talked about this at our last podcast, this pendulum of too extreme on this end and too extreme on the other end, and that that's not healthy either, right? It's that consistent walk on the narrow road that will keep you strong and, and firm in the Lord. So good stuff. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I just think about the disciples, right? These, these 12 guys, and then that are recording, there's other people there and all of their vast personalities Um, I mean, very vast. I mean, you take a tax collector and a zealot and try to put them together. (laughs) I mean, it's uh, just mind boggling, but they were united under the mission of, we know we're not the boss. Jesus is the boss and we all trust him. So we're going to do this together. um, Despite if there might be friction here, we know it's good that we're not in control because we'll have friction if we're the boss, but Jesus is the boss. So it kind of holds the whole thing together and gets us kind of outside of ourselves and into something greater. Mm. Um, and I just have a lot of hope in the fact that there is someone, something, <laughs> a lot of people, um, and not just Christ, but I mean, even in the collective that are smarter and wiser than me and that I can trust and lean on them for the greater good of all parties involved. And I just love it. It painted a really interesting picture of, you know, this ragtag group of people pulled together and on this, on this endless walk behind Jesus, you know, leading the way. And what I would love to hear and someday sit down and talk about is all the sidebar conversations that were happening while they're sitting there fishing, you know, between the tax collector and the, you know, the funny stories, I'm sure that everybody looking at one or the other and going, I have no clue what they just said. You know, I mean, like the awkwardness of, of, of those guys <laughs> all together and going, oh, wait, 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 Jesus is about to talk. We better pay attention now. And somebody take notes because it's going to be recorded for later. <laughs> you know? right. and, and we under, we know now reading back that when Jesus was saying, I'm going to die for three days and I'm going to come back. And, and I would like to hear some of their, and you do see it, you read some of it in the Bible. They're like, what is he talking he about? He really didn't mean that. <laughs> Let's circle back to that because he really didn't mean that. Let's let's uh, explain that. And yeah, they 
they did obviously you did act and you hear like they're like I know what he's talking about now but at the moment you know they just didn't and and how even for us we have that I mean when you go through things and you're like well that's this this happened because of this but that makes no sense and then afterwards you're like oh well, no that makes sense oh, yeah Yep. Okay, Jesus, right? I guess I'll trust you. Right. Like, <laughs> okay, God, you did know what you were doing. I don't, I didn't think that at but the we time. Still, we still do that today. Absolutely. Right. Oh, That's yeah. what I just said. Yeah. Oh, God, you, yeah. you are in control. You, you do have this. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just had Carl, Carla, I, Carla Voller, who just did an amazing sermon. A great, she did a sermon for us and her thing was, but God. And you hear it, you know, but God, but now I'm always going, but God. And it just, even in our congregation now, when we say that, it, you just kind of sit around, you're like, because, because, but God made this happen or, you know, this happen. And I don't know. I just, I love it's It's the awe of knowing sometimes and unknown. And then you're like, but God. Defying all logic. Yeah. But God. Correct. Right. Yeah. So one of my favorite moments as an officer was um, my first year budget meetings, which I was like that mess, just um, like weeping every day, feeling like I just need to quit. Like, I just like, I mean, just to be honest, I was thinking I cannot do this. <laughs> um, and because I, I don't like making plans for my own life, much less lives of my staff and services and yada, yada. I'm like, no, thank you. So I like we like lay the budget on the mercy seat and we're just like praying because i'm like oh i i went to college for theater this is, <laughs> this is out of my out of my purview no idea um and uh and so we're like and i'm just and i left feeling like i don't know if that did any good and then i went outside um and there was a 20 dollar bill stuck in the front door and it just was to me it just this picture of the holy spirit going eh? 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know and i'm like Okay, fine. <laughs> you know. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, as as we were talking, it makes me think of Matthew chapter six, where it says, uh, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things." He talked about clothing and food and shelter and all these things that you the necessities of life. But he says, "Seek first the kingdom of God, and these things will be added to you." And that's the truth. If we, if we focus on God first, if we worry about his kingdom, mm -hmm. he's going to, he's going to payroll, he's going to budget his actions in his kingdom, right? Like he's not going to call us to something and then say, ah, but you have to do it with no money whatsoever. Like, no, he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. And so he can do that. And, and it's awesome to see how, and I've seen in my life, story after story after story of God uh, providing means when I thought it was a done deal. Like I thought it, we were going to have to close shop or whatever. And God just said, no, be patient, wait. I got this, but I have to show you that it's me, not you. So I'm going to mm -hmm. wait to the last minute because mm -hmm. I need you to, I need you to, to know that it was me. Yeah. I, I'm, when it comes to finances, Linnea's more of our bookkeeper person than I am, but um, I like to focus on the program and the PR and telling the stories. Yeah. And, you know, when you, when you think about the, the sower and the seed, I like to focus on getting that seed in the ground in the right way. You know, like the crop may or may not come like Lord, yep. make it grow, please. <laughs> um, but um, mm -hmm. I, 
either I have to wrap my head around everything to understand it all, or it's like I'm detached from it. Like, nope, somebody else is doing that. So, right. But I, I get that. Give my me brain stress. Works. My brain works the same way, Rich. I either have to know everything, all the big picture all around, or now I'm delegating this to someone else's purview. I, I don't need to know anything. Just take care of it. But that, that's, that's, a, that's a good trait to be able to do that because as officers, you have to be, you kind of have to be involved in everything. But the fact that there are things that you can just say, I don't have to be involved in this. I, I just don't. And as a single officer, mm-hmm. Jenny, you definitely have to have that to say, I don't have to have, I don't have to lead, you know, sunbeams and know everything they're doing, or I don't have to lead this and know everything. They will do it. Yep. You have to kind of know, but you don't have to be right. that person. And the fact that you can kind of step back without, without being, and now I'm going to go, you know, eat bonbons while they're doing that. If that's not the point, Correct. the point Correct. is, so that you can do other right. things. <laughs> Wait, you can do that. You can. Bonbons, what? <laughs> Just that kidding. was an old thing. Now I want some bonbons. Now I want some bonbons. No, I'm. Uh, no, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And and I think that is the balance of anything you do. It, it's not just ministry. It's any job that you do. What and then even in your family or your home life or your whatever, it's figuring out what needs to be my responsibility and what can I let go of. And just trust and that, that. And it is, yeah. is it okay for me to call and ask for help for somebody else to do that? Like, yes. Or am I more concerned that people will think less of me because I don't know how to do this or I don't, you know, we got to be okay with asking on a regular basis to make that part of our daily, daily discipline so that, you know, we don't find ourselves climbing up on any pedestals. Right. Right. And, and I think we need to also like have an open hand with, it doesn't have to be my way. Now this might not be your thing that's my thing because i i am a planner and i have beautiful articulate oh color-coded plans that i give out then then are not am i frozen am i back no, you're back you're no, back you're good. okay this is my my kirksville internet okay. um <laughs> so these beautiful plans that i give out and i'm like but you're you just totally skipped point a paragraph you know <laughs> paragraph c people get it together but you know but <laughs> But then God shows me, yeah, it's not your plan to begin with. So chill, you know, who, uh, uh, you know, you told me you were going to trust me with the people that I sent you. And and it just reminds me of Jesus when he sent out, remember the first time he sent out the the disciples to go do stuff and they came back and it failed. Like (laughs) they were like, yeah, we tried to do this. I mean, we tried to do this stuff and we couldn't. Um, And then Jesus was like, yeah, I know. Like I knew it was going to happen, right? But that's the process of of kingdom building, mm-hmm. right? Allowing, allowing the collective because because you're right, Rich. Um, I think there's anytime there's any kind of leadership, even, especially spiritual leadership, there's the tendency to to build the self up, yeah. um, and and any or or to have other people build you up, which is also <laughs> unhealthy as well. And then to say, no, it's about the we, right? different different cogs on the same wheel sure i remember in youth ministry early on i was put in charge of running day camp scheduling it all the activities kids you know the costs sliding scale the budget field trips and it it would seem like an overwhelming like task 
you know, and, and it was mine to succeed in or fail in, you know, and, and you learn a lot as you go. But through that process, when somebody not only delegates the responsibility, but delegates the authority mm-hmm. to you to make decisions and learn from the decisions that are being made, what a gift that is in leadership development. And um, we often forget it. You know, we forget those life lessons and we want to manage the people around us, mm. you know, our staff, and, and instead of empowering them to oversee the ministries that they're committed their lives to, you right. know, them and their families. And they're, it's, it's more than a job for most people who work with us and for us mm-hmm. um, and their colleagues in ministry. And we tend to forget that. And when there is a mistake made, you, you know, how do you respond to that mistake? We've, our, our case Write them up. Forgot no. to she forgot to make the phone call, you know, to order the food or whatever. But it, she just started, and all these there's there's a lot of things of just she forgot to make the phone call. That's really not the whole story. Right. But I I could dwell on that, but I'm not going to because you know we're going to be fine, and it's going to be fine. But it's how you respond to mistakes too. And the volunteer who just came in and interrupted while we were talking <laughs> came to let me know. Please tell, please tell your caseworker that because of all these scrambling phone calls she just made to make sure we had enough food for our food pantry, we have an over an abundance amount of food in our, in our gym right now waiting for people. And please, please just tell her what a great job she did and how much we appreciate her commitment to this. So we learned from our, our. So as my morning started this morning going we didn't get the food truck. We don't know what we're going to do. We're, you know, it's. It's working itself yes, out. You, the you, Lord is at work. It wasn't just a food just started. We got going. Uh, but but God, right? but but God. God. But God. <laughs> yeah, the food did just come on the doorstep, but it did because of a couple of phone calls. And, and there you go. Oh. <laughs> but that's the great thing about. Sorry for the noise. I do have construction happening in my house. Uh, yeah. They're working on the upstairs bathroom. So that's fun. <laughs> um, but one of the things you learn, you learn from your mistakes, but you got to be able to make them and you got to yeah. be able to make them in a safe place, a place that, yeah, that your superiors or whatever, your leaders understand that. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it's mistake after mistake, after mistake, after mistake, and it's the same mistake. Okay. Then, then we have to deal with that. But but if it's a mistake, legit, you, whoops, I, I did wrong. Be able to learn from that and grow from that in a safe place that a lot, because I don't know about you. I didn't come out of the womb perfect. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to, right? as I grow, as I learn, as I mature, I was just talking to a friend of mine from college. We caught up after years of not talking. She found me on social media. And, uh, I said, you know, I don't know if I could, could have done this job well at 25, right. But now that I'm older and have more life experience and have other things under my belt, absolutely, I feel like I'm a better leader because I jumped into this later in life. When I learned some of those mistakes I would have made, right. I would have made them. I just got to make them in a different environment. So now I'm here mm-hmm. and be able, able to, to be a different kind of leader. So, mm-hmm. And we went into training a little bit later ourselves and um, with a little bit of life experience and, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for, for that. And, and having worked for the army before we became officers also opened our eyes to the reality of, 
of being an employee and needing the importance of having a voice and letting people share their voices mm-hmm. and be part mm-hmm. of decision making, mm-hmm. especially when it affects them, right? Um, becomes extremely important in a work environment. And Definitely. for teenagers, they were 13 and 15. I mean, beautiful ages, right? <laughs> to start a new, to start a new city, in a new city, in a new career, in a new, you know, um, but but it was wonderful. It, 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 we had some very rough days. Jenny was around, so Jenny knew some of them, but, um, but it, it was wonderful. It, it, we brought us together because we knew we had to rely on God for, for all this learning and, and this new thing in life that now we get up every day and wear this amazing uniform and, um, and go to this new office. Like I was in home daycare, man, you know, me and Dr. Seuss, that's what we did every day. I did every day and I had a really good schedule, but I didn't like get dressed in a uniform and, and go to an office or answer to anybody, just me and my kids. So State licensed in home I did. Yeah. So it was, it wasn't just babysitting, but you know, it was just a different, completely different, different mm-hmm. life. But, um, Boy, I appreciate young moms, moms with young children, <laughs> and and it's difficult. You know, it's very difficult. But but I love this season. This season is good. Yeah, it's really good. Every season has its thing, right? And soon, Rich is Rich is going to ICO. So this is another whole new look for me. I mean, married thirty years, and he's going to be gone for six weeks. That's for me. That's a very long time to be a single officer. So Jenny is going to get a lot of phone calls and a lot of, well, how do you do this? But, you know, again, it's just going to be, that's going to be with us, with me. Delegate. Delegate. Delegate is going to happen. And it's during the most busiest time of the, of the Salvation Army for me, October, November. I mean, I think it's a beautiful time to send Rich Dacio, but we're, it's going to be fine. You know, yeah. it's going to be fine, but I'm going to rely on people and God and me to, to get it all going. You know, I mean, yeah. like it's, yep. I do want to just state real quick. ICO for those of you non-salvationists Sorry. in the crew <laughs> is international college for officers. It's a, it's a unique opportunity. Not every officer gets it, but uh, throughout the, the world, um, certain officers are selected to be able to go for six weeks to international headquarters in London, England. And that's uh, pretty cool. Congrats, Rich. Rich, because not everybody, that, that's not a everybody gets to do it thing. So it's pretty I, cool. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Yeah. And it's school. It's just more leadership opportunities. but And you get to see people from all over the world. Yep. So it's, I'm excited for him. I'm not so excited. <laughs> I mean, if it would be You'll now, be it'd be all right. Fine. Remember the, the <laughs> phrase, but God, right? We talked about this. But oh, God. And I will say, though, being in the Army for this long, I it's okay. You know what I mean? I mean, if this was like five years ago, I'd be like, no, this cannot happen. But now, you know, God is, you, you just get equipped and you yep. just keep going and it'll be fine. Yeah. You think you're equipped until crazy things happen. And I'm but okay. then you remember you don't have to have all the answers right that there is a big god who has a big plan bigger than you right. and he is still the boss and so you know there's just that chain of command that you can deflect to <laughs> to say that is true I crazy don't know, requests but... come down that chain of command though i will tell you this <laughs> and 
and and I'll throw this in because we were thinking about this earlier to say, okay, what's what's a crazy thing that's happened to us? You know, what are some of the strange things we're that happened in officership? Yeah. And, and then we got a request at one at one time for somebody who was going through the ARC program. We happened to have cadets at the time, and and um, so Winters, if you're out there, you'll remember, and this is part of your story. While they were with us as cadets, and we got a request that we had to it was July. First of all, it was in July, so it's really hot. We had to go locate a man's teeth, mm-hmm. his dentures, <laughs> and in particular, other duties as a side. And um, they had been been left in his vehicle, and the vehicle had been repoed. So now we had to chase down the repo company and go and find them and deal with their security. I mean, it was a sketchy part of town when we showed up at this warehouse with the security and the Just dogs here for and the, the barbed wire. And, and they, were, they weren't thrilled. First of all, when they repo the cars, yeah, they're happy to get them, but then they have to deal with the condition of the cars that they're dealing with and clean them all out and all the possessions. And to ask them to go through the boxes to find this man's teeth was was interesting to say the least i think that's one of the strangest things yeah and that strangest request and that we got him and let me tell you matt then we winters, had to take him back he looked at, at you know matt winters he looked at, he's like this is pretty cool really like i'm gonna remember this really? one <laughs> <laughs> like, like we've got this one down we've got a better story than any other cadets in the field about yeah. when we get back to training so yeah. They had us do this. And I'm like, I'm so glad you have this attitude, Coach. <laughs> and we found them. That was fun. Teeth in a repoed car. See, you never know what a day is going to bring. In never. a repoed car at any given day. On a July, on a random July day, we got a phone call. There you go. But, but you know, you think some people think, you know, maybe you shouldn't have bothered, but thinking about that man who's getting his life together, going to um, the rehabilitation center. Yeah. Um, and that someone cared enough that he could go with dignity. Yeah. You know, yeah. those little things that might not matter in the grand scheme of things, but for kingdom stuff, it mattered. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that we yeah. can, and if we got to go in a hot, dirty car for old teeth for the Lord, so that someone can feel like someone cares, yeah. man, I'm down, Great. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it helped, helped him. Because you know it's not a you not the Salvation Army. It's all about soup, soap, salvation, right? You got to give him dignity. He's got to be able to eat. He's got you know. I mean, all of that, like you said. And so, if we can help get that going with him for him, like we don't we and we don't ever know the end of that story. No, true. Like I don't even know the name of the man. He got his teeth back. He got his teeth. That's good. So we're just there. You go. Like this week, the missing sheep, the missing dentures. That um, that sounds like a sermon. That sounds like a sermon right there. <laughs> that preaches, honey. That does preach. Now, I, I was just thinking this this week. This week was a little crazy for me. All of a sudden, things came up as they do in our our line of work. But one of the things was uh, we had older adults at older adult camp, and one of the gentlemen who drove had his car in our parking lot, and the windows were down. He's going to be gone all week. So uh-huh. I, I, you know, I looked in to see if they were manual because it was an older car. Nope. Sure enough, they're powered. So I was like, well. There's a chance of rain. I'm, I, I would hate for him to come back and his car is all wet inside. So I got some trash bags and <laughs> slid them over top of the doors. Well, there you go. Did it, I mean, at the end of the day, it didn't end up raining, but still like just the, this a weird thing that 
just did. He came up and I need, I felt like I needed to do something about the fact that he could get wet and I didn't want his car to be wet. But Amanda, I feel like that song uh, that you sang with other duties as assigned, we need to actually record a, a good version of that and then like splice it, splice it into the, into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Every so often people ask like, what's the best part about what you do? And I just sing other duties as assigned. <laughs> So if, for those of you who don't know, in every job description of the Army, that's like, in case we didn't cover anything else, that's what you're going to do. The other things that your other duties as assigned to you. Right. But I find, um, at least now I am don't have as much experience of, of, of as you guys, but I feel like those are the moments, the other duties, the stuff, you know, that you don't like to maybe do or the weird stuff um, that I find is the is the fuel for for my spiritual fire. You know, and I often joke with my um, parishioners, I said, I, when I get home, I just put straight on my stretchy pants and I go to my comfy thing. And that's where I want to be for the rest of the time. Yeah, um, because I'm a naturally lazy person. and The Lord's working on it. But that's where I like. But every time the phone rings and I look at it and I'm thinking. This is going to require real pants. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Do I have, you know, and I. <laughs> I hate to say, but I often have this like give and take, like, uh, yeah, I got, I got to, you know, I got to, I got to answer this call. I got to go to their house. I got to deal with this thing. And I've never, ever, ever regretted it. Right. I've never regretted putting on the real pants to go, to go. And even though I always assume that I'm going to (laughs) when it's happening, (laughs) but those, um, those other things, the, the things you can't quantify on, on, on a statistic report, Right. right. The, Right. And, and when you have that, when you have your tunic hanging up or your sweater, your uniform, I mean, mine hangs on a little stand, my uniform at the house. And, and you look at that and you realize it's not just me showing up. It's, it's me bringing that uniform, bringing Jesus into their lives, into a moment of crisis, into a moment of need that we have an opportunity and we're blessed to bring with Mm. us joy and excitement. Um, the word, the words of life, the gospel, the hope that we have, or mm-hmm. we can be begrudgingly showing up because it's 2 a.m. And man, what an inconvenience. But here I am here to serve. But um, no, what a blessing. What a mm-hmm. blessing. And how it enriches our lives, the needs of others, mm-hmm. how it enriches and, our lives to be. And, and how important it is to be to be present at 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 the passing of of someone's life i mean it's when i i mean at the time yeah it's it's 2 a.m or 3 a.m and you're really tired and but it's amazing how um what a beautiful moment that is that we can share with 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 kind of complete strangers sometimes but otherwise we kind of get to know them obviously in that moment but but just uh, just watching that and, and being a part of that and how as officers i don't I don't know how you can explain that other than if someone's been around someone who's passed or something, you know, but but to be able to be part of that family's life that you didn't know two years ago or that you, you know, I mean, that now all of a sudden, not only are in their life, you're in the moment of the, of a very crisis, critical time in their life. So we're, I I guess just because we have somebody going in hospice, it's just, it's making me think, and I I feel we're probably going to be part of this in this big family and it's a it's a very very large family 
dysfunctional family, but it's a large family that we're going to be a part of because we don't know all the pieces. And so we're just going to come together and we don't have to know all the pieces. We don't have to know. That's for that delegation. You say, but bad. Mm-hmm. Didn't give us the words, and, and, and the reality is, we're all dysfunctional families. Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. Well, just bring, I, and I guess that's what I meant. Like, you're gonna have these people, and they're gonna come together to Everybody say their, together. their last goodbyes, you know, right. or their last mm-hmm. their see you later's, and, mm-hmm. and that's one of our appointments. We were asked to do a funeral, like right after we got there. Lenia <laughs> took the call, and she said yes, and she just said yes, of course. And I said, Lydia, you don't even know who these people are, like. <laughs> Did you get any information? We have any information like on what? like I want the who, what, where. But I, the have it asked, I think our, within two weeks, Brian did a funeral. Yeah, and the guy like had all these dogs, and they kept bringing the dogs up to lick the body. And Brian was like, oh. hmm, "Okay, that's weird." <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> we were. I got a planner. Smile. <laughs> but I'm not a planner. I don't. I just said, <laughs> "We do funeral." Yeah, of course we will. And Wait. and I and I hang up, and we're just going. Do you have any of the details? I'm like, well, I don't know. So the daughter I know it's at this time and this the daughter time. wanted us to do it. She had been a volunteer at the army, you know, and years go. And but none of their family members wanted to be in church. No. Like, oh, it was the most awkward. Didn't want to look at us, didn't want to be oh, uncomfortable. Either but very convi- nice people. Maybe convicted. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But it was good. And so I sermon it was it was good I, you know salvation sermon but more of you know a you know very low key <laughs> and then so we had that and the funeral director which which is another thing we didn't realize that you should call the funeral director if you're a cadet a lieutenant you come out call the funeral director before you go to do the service yeah. make sure that there's uh, things you need to know yeah yeah and then once we were done the funeral was over. The funeral director came up and said, "Okay, so so you're going to the graveyards? To you're the, going to do the, the graveside service so you're doing now? The graveside service? Oh, yes. They didn't train us for that yeah. one. So, so then, and we didn't have the ceremonies going because this wasn't a salvation mess. Because Linnea did the message and printed out her thing right, right. there. So I didn't need so the she book. Had her notes. She I didn't need her ceremony book." book. We're gonna wing it. We're good. The funeral director pulls out this massive volume of ceremonies, and he's like, "Well, in between here and the gravesite, see if you can find something that's appropriate." Oh, it was it was a moment. It was a moment, and I will say it was separated by denominations, and I had no clue what this lady's background was. And the Salvation Army definitely wasn't included in that book. Nope. So. So I delegated. Rich, I'm driving. You're on. Tay, you're it. You're I did the I did the funeral. You're on. <laughs> that was fun. Oh man. Yeah. Yep. And we've never, I've never been asked to do another funeral of somebody I don't know. Like I've done, we've done funerals, but not salvationist. Not correlated though, right? Not <laughs> that being said, so there's I'm a ready. lot of things that we do well. And there's a lot of things that we just do not wrap our head around because we're like, oh, that'll never happen to me. I'll never be called to do that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. You never assume that you'll never <laughs> no. be called to do something. No. You might yeah. as well put that ceremony book in your glove box because you should have an extra one in there. 
just some just some Bible verses in your hip pocket. I had to do a graveside uh, here in Mantuck from well, actually two uh, that I, I didn't really know the people at all. And the families were like, we don't want anything religious. And I'm like, well, we're going to do Psalm 23 because that's I don't care if you're religious or not. Like and we did it King James. And you know what? Everybody was happy. I did. I did Psalm 23. I did a little prayer. They, he was a veteran, so they did they did the, the taps, and you know the family was ecstatic. First of all, because it was super blasted hot, and we were all sweating to death, so nobody <laughs> really wanted to be out there for a really, really long time. And secondly, because they're like we like we appreciated the short, sweet, and to the point. None of us wanted to stand out here, not just because it's hot, but because we don't like each other and we want to go home. Oh, okay, sounds sounds great. Well, <laughs> wait, have a good one. Godspeed. Um, <laughs> food's at the core, I guess. Um, <laughs> We did have a, we did provide a meal for him that day too, but it was just, you know, you never know what your day is going to bring, but we're getting to that time. It's kind of, I'm going to call it a day. Not that Rich and Lene, you've been a fabulous guest for us to have, but uh, we can have you on again. That's yeah. I mean, this podcast is a weekly thing. So now that you guys have been on, you can listen and, and critique and see how my sound editing skills work because they're not always the greatest, but um, I make it, I make it work as best I can, but thank you guys for coming. Thanks you guys for, for carving out some time in your Friday to uh, record with us. And yeah, like I said, you're the first guest we've had. So by the time, if we get you on again, we might've created a, figured out a thing, you know, this is the fly by the seat of our hip pants winging it. And I felt like next time I also won't have construction in my upstairs. But uh, I felt like you guys would be a good uh, trial run because you guys wing it just as much as Amanda. And I, and I mean that as a compliment. It might not have came out that way, but I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> no, we appreciate your guys' spirit and your candor and your honest hearts. Um, you know, I think if, um, if, if we're not honest, then what's the point of the gospel? And I appreciate you sharing um, your struggles, but also how God has seen you through and the blessing that I know that you are to your um, people that are in your sphere. And just we're so grateful. Um, I know, well, I'm going to speak for Jenny and I just to be able to learn um, from um, you wiser um, seasoned folks that um, have gone before and can encourage. And um, we're just so grateful. They've been doing well, it a little bit longer than us. Thanks for letting us share with you and your yeah. your people. It was fun. Yeah, we, it was uh, fun. Thank you. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right, friends. All right. As I usually close, I say, uh, you know, God blesses us so we can be a blessing to others. We'll catch you next time.